Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Recession. Recession or no recession? What to do? But first, what is a recession? Then recession-proof personal finance to get by until good times are back. In my show notes, I have a link to investopedia.com, termsreception.asp. A recession is a significant widespread and prolonged downturn in economic activity. A popular rule of thumb is that two consecutive quarters of decline in gross domestic products, GDP, constitutes a recession. Recessions typically produce declines in economic output, consumer demand, and employment. So the definition of recession is always being changed by those in power in Washington, D.C., We already had two consecutive quarters to decline in gross domestic products, and that happened the first and second quarter of 2022. But yet, the government is telling us we're not in a recession. We do have problems with inflation. This is the highest rate of inflation since the 1980s. And what's going on, the feds are trying to increase the rate, interest rate, that banks borrow money from the feds so that that will increase the rate of interest when you go to get a loan. They're doing that because they say the economy is too strong, but yet we're in some type of recession. How do we identify recessions? Well, this is what I do. Are retail stores laying off and better yet are retail stores closing retail outlets bed bath and beyond is closed i think was a hundred plus some uh, retail locations so that by itself means that maybe the retail industry is not doing so good and with the increase in interest rates that's causing your mortgage rates to go up what's going to happen There's going to be less demand for housing because people can't afford to finance now because the interest rates are getting higher. So people are pulling back by buying homes. So the start of new homes is in the decline. And when that happens, that means you have tradesmen, people in the construction industry are starting to feel the pinch and being laid off. The only ones that are not hurting are the ones that work with existing homeowners to do home improvements or repairs to homes that are already there. But a lot of construction workers are working a whole lot less, making less money, and that's the cause of the increase in the rates for mortgages. Also, your Uh, inflation is causing the price of gasoline and groceries and everyday needs to go up because oil is the leading factor in that. Everything gets taken to a store by a truck. 
or transport it either by truck, rail, or ship. They all use diesel. So if the price of diesel goes up, the price of transporting goes up. Thus, the price of all those goods will go up. And increasingly, the price of goods made from oil, which is very many products, are made from oil products or byproducts. So a price of all those items are going up. So with the increasing in prices across the board and people who are living paycheck to paycheck, which is roughly six out of 10 people in the United States or 60%, that means they have less money available to buy the things they may want because all the money they have is going to provide their needs. And then the long-term government spending also is causing a recession or the prices to be increased because they are competing with the private industry to buy goods that are needed to do the projects they are funding. Thus, that's making a shortage of those goods. Thus, the prices of goods are going up. Of course, COVID didn't help any with everybody out of work and not making a whole lot of money. Then the supply shortage came into effect. All these things are driving up the prices. Okay, because recessions represent an abrupt reversal of typical prevalent growth trend that declines in economic output and employment that they cause conspire becoming self-preturating. For example, layoffs caused by diminished consumer demand can hit the income and spending of the newly unemployed, depressing demand even farther. So those who are unemployed can't afford to buy the wants because all their money is going to provide for their needs. So all these things together is what a recession is all about. The auto industry hasn't shut down much yet because they were so far behind in producing vehicles in 2021 and 2022 because of the chip shortage, a supply shortage. They didn't produce as many new vehicles as they normally would have. So the delay in the auto industry laying off is going to help keep the recession from getting any worse but it could catch up with us in either 2023 or 2024 when the auto industry has more supply than demand. If you want to know more about a recession, then check out this investopedia.com recession article that I'm referring to. And so you can find a link in my show notes. So what can you do on your personal level to offset the effects of a recession? Well, the first thing you need to do is pay off all high interest credit cards or interest personal loans, high interest personal loans, because then that will free up money so you can provide for your needs and needs are housing, transportation, clothing and food and as the prices of everything is going up more of your income is going to be devoted to covering your needs so that's what happens 
when we start into recession. How can you offset that? Well, if you don't have any debt and you have a large emergency fund, three to six months worth of your expending, your expenses, you're probably sitting pretty good. Even though the prices are still going up, the effects won't be as bad unless you are unemployed. And then you can use your emergency fund to help you pay for your needs in that particular case. I'm just happy that I have all my debt paid off. So I don't kind of feel this as much, but still the price of gasoline's going up. So I limit my travel. The price of food's going up. You can't really limit how much you eat, but you start looking for things that don't cost as much so that you can still get by with enough food to survive. A lot of people have gone to planting a garden. It's a little late now, but in the spring, you can plant ahead and maybe do a garden of your favorite foods. Uh, foods that are sustainable so you won't starve would be potatoes, corn, tomatoes, cabbage, and there's some other ones, but that's just the ones I can think of off the top of my head. They're easy to grow, and you can grow them much cheaper than grow, buying them at the grocery store. Like if you have a potato that's turned green, you can plant that in your garden, and one potato will then grow in and maybe become eight to ten potatoes, thus giving you some food to eat in once they are grown. It takes a couple months for that to happen. There is a delay on the garden, but you can help keep your grocery costs down by having a garden. Growing tomatoes is fairly easy. Growing potatoes are easy. Growing corn is easy. Growing beans, whether it's green beans or whatever type of beans you like, are generally crops that are easy to grow and it doesn't take a whole lot of knowledge or effort to do it. You just need a place that's getting full sun most of the day, water occasionally if it's not raining out, and before you know it, you'll be having crops be digging crop potatoes out of your garden. You'll be eating tomatoes, beans, and help subsidize your diet. With all that said, that's not very much, but that's all I had to really say about a recession. I guess we're going to talk about if you really want to be recession-proof, you need to be tracking all your spending so you know where your money is going. You need to cut out spending that is not a need. You keep things down to the necessities. And you have as least amount of debt as possible. Now, one of the debts you probably don't want to pay off if you have a mortgage that's less than 3 or 4%, you want you don't want to refinance it at a higher rate because that just costs you more money every month and you'd just be paying out more interest. Keeping a low interest mortgage, maybe you can focus on paying off higher. Once you got your credit cards paid off, 
your higher interest loans on auto loans or your line of credit that might be a adjustable uh, line of credit where the interest rate is going up every six months or so. So that's what you can do and then keep a budget or a control center, as I like to call it, where you can monitor everything what's going on on each category that you have set up and you can see maybe you're spending too much in a particular category and you can take steps to decrease it so you'll have the money the following month to pay for all your needs. There's some things that you can cut out of your budget and do away with entirely and there may be some things that you can reduce the cost such as cable TV You can get rid of cable TV and start streaming at much cheaper cost, and you basically can watch the same things. This recession is a little bit different than past recessions. And what I mean by that is in past recessions, we had layoffs from major industries such as the auto industry or the housing industry or the finance industry. Uh, the cause, whatever the cause, doesn't really matter. But we had a lot of unemployment, which caused people to pull back from their spending, which caused a reduction in the uh, oversupply. So prices would go down to try to get people to buy things, but it wasn't working. So the Fed would then lower the interest rate. But now we're at a start of recession, there hasn't been mass layoffs. And the main reason I believe is because when COVID hit, a lot of people were unemployed, some temporarily, some for up to a couple years. And the baby booners decided they were going to just retire and not go back to work. So now we're in a situation where we don't have enough workers. So we still have a relatively low unemployment rate, even though some industries such as the housing industry is uh, being cut back on because people are pulling back on their buy-in due to the higher rates of interest. And the Fed is increasing interest rates now instead of decreasing, which would be normal in a normal recession. So we got to watch out for other things to give us an indication if the recession is getting worse or better. And one of them would be the auto industry. It may take up to another year before there's an oversupply of new models on the market. And once that happens, then the manufacturers will start laying off or reducing production. And once that happens, all their suppliers will start laying off. And it's it's a domino type effect. The suppliers will lay off. The auto manufacturers will start laying off. And people will pull back even more. Less people will be buying things. And the major reason is because everything's costing a whole lot more due to the higher rate of inflation. The feds are increasing the rate so that the mortgage rates are going up, which is going to cause more layoff in the construction industry. So you need to keep an eye on what's going on. Uh, If the 
auto industry starts laying off or even slowing down and other industry starts slowing down and you see less jobs available or at least jobs that you would normally want to have and but a lot of jobs that you don't want to do such lower paying jobs in the hospitality industry or in the retail they may not lay off because they don't have enough workers to start with but that don't mean they're not going to cut back i noticed that the most of the retail stores that i go to are having 20 percent off sales 40 percent off sales and this was in october and way before Black Friday deals. And the Black Friday deals are starting much earlier to try to get people to start buying things so that the retailers can make their profit and not have to lay off. So we're kind of in a can of worms right now, is really not sure what's going on. So what can you do to prepare? Well, one of the first things, since the interest rates are going to go higher, the credit card interest rates are going to increase much faster. So if you have credit cards that you're carrying a balance on, you need to get serious about getting them paid off. And once you have your credit cards paid off, you need to look at other loans you may have that have adjustable rates. That's an equity line of credit on your home get that paid off or pay down as much as possible and increase your emergency fund, increase your savings account because you never know what's going to happen. If you work in an industry that layoffs are common, then you must be prepared for a time, at least six months where you may not have work or you may have to take a job making a lot less money. So you need to be prepared for that way ahead of time. Also, increase your savings account because when the prices keep going up, your cost of heating and cooling your home is going to go way up. The cost of putting gasoline in your cars, the cost of everything related to oil is going to go up. If you need new tires for your car, do it now because the tires are going to get a lot more expensive. So you need to start looking ahead, plan ahead about what you need to buy to get by. Save your money up and try to pay cash for as many things as possible. And you got to quit using those credit cards and quit borrowing money to get by on. You don't want to use a credit card to pay for your needs, such as food and groceries. You need to try to have an emergency fund to do that for you. Even if you don't get laid off, you're probably not going to see any pay raises for the next year or so. If you just got a pay raise, consider yourself fortunate because it may be a while before you see another pay raise. Another indicator that we might be in recession is freight coming down. I saw FedEx and UPS are saying that their freight is down and it's been down for the last quarter or so. That is an indication that people are spending less. So then that's going to cause an effect in the economy where the retailers or whoever 
is going to start slowing down. If they're manufacturing, they're going to slow down their production because they don't want to create too much inventory where they have to slice, slice their prices so low to get it sold that they don't make a profit. Because if they don't make a profit, they're not going to stay in business very long. You can weather the storm, but you must be prepared. You must look at the indicators that are being out there in the news and be aware of what's happening within the economy and plan ahead. That's all I can say. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you're interested in learning about an online software that helped myself get out of debt, it does tracking, budgeting, and keeps track of all your assets and all your debt. It even tells you how much and when to transfer money into your savings account and how much and when to transfer money to your debt and which debts to pay off in order first. It's not cheap. It's a one-time payment, but it will definitely be an investment, something in yourself and an investment in your personal financial life. If you're interested, send me an email at reducedebtincreasewealth at gmail.com and I'll send you the information about this online software that worked great for me. The future is always uncertain and knowing what's going to happen in the future is you, it's a guess. So you must be prepared with your own finances to weather whatever is coming forward. So if you're thinking that we're in a recession or will be in a recession because all the economic analysts are saying we're going to be in a recession in 2023, I believe we've already started into a recession. So look for indicators in your news occasionally. If you notice one industry is laying off, that's an indication that the recession is getting worse. If the feds quit raising the interest rate, that's another indication they think the economy could be getting worse and the everything is starting to slow down. Even if the inflation rate is still up over seven or eight percent, they may quit increasing the rate of interest that you borrow money on. So be, be prepared yourself. And the first thing you need to do is start tracking everything. In the old days, we called that a check register where you recorded every check, everything that went into your checking account and went out of your checking account. Today, that's much easier. You can use an app, whether it's an online app or you download it or whatever. Whatever you works for you is the most important. But not only do you keep track of money in your checking account, you need to keep track how much money is in your savings account, how much spending you're doing on all your credit cards, what the balance on your credit cards are, and when they are due. Once you have that all done, if you're using an app, you can create a report by category. You can use that information to, to create your own control panel some people call that a budget so that you can monitor month to month what's going on within your own finances. 
increase your emergency fund, slow down on your spending, be prepared for the worst and hope for the best. And you'd be glad you did so.